0: With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Bennett Blake. The Adams County Sheriff's Office arrested 36-year-old Carl Daniel of Griswold following a traffic stop near the intersection of Dogwood Avenue and Highway 34 in Corning Saturday. Upon further investigation, a probable cause search was conducted. Located in the vehicle was 23 grams of methamphetamine. Daniel was charged with possession of a controlled substance, methamphetamine, third offense, possession with intent to deliver over seven grams, failure to affix drug stamp and drug paraphernalia. He was cited for no driver's license and other traffic violations. Daniel was transported to the Adams County Jail where he was held on $35,300 bond. The Adair County Sheriff's Office reports three arrests, including a New York man charged with eluding and an Oregon man for harassment. 32-year-old Victor Tyleek Domic Walker from Brooklyn, New York, was arrested last Monday following a pursuit that began on Interstate 80 near the 89 mile marker. Walker was clocked at 86 miles per hour. He exited the interstate and drove south on Adair Madison Avenue before losing control and entering the East Ditch. The vehicle came to rest in a shallow creek. 42-year-old Thomas Jefferson Piercy of Portland, Oregon, was arrested on Friday for two counts of harassment first degree. A 911 caller had reported a male threatening customers at the come-and-go parking lot in Stewart. Piercy reportedly yelled at people to exit their vehicles and said he was going to break their necks. The suspect had no identification and told officers his name was Thomas Australia. FBI fingerprints later identified him as Thomas Jefferson. Piercy also arrested was 60-year-old Judith Ann Schmidt of Adair and charged with possession of a controlled substance, marijuana, third, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Schmidt was arrested following a traffic stop at 5th and Adair Street on Tuesday. November 8th. An Afton man was sighted after his vehicle struck a gas pump on Sunday evening. The Union County Sheriff's Office says a 1996 Ford Explorer was parked in the parking lot of Casey's in Afton. The driver, 37-year-old Travis Kloss, was outside the vehicle. The Explorer began to roll backwards and crashed into the middle gas pump, causing disabling damage to the pump. Kloss stated the vehicle went out of gear and caused it to roll backwards. Kloss was issued a citation for operation of a motor vehicle without financial liability. The annual Grand Lighting Ceremony is Thursday, November 17th at the historic Rock Island Depot in downtown Atlantic. Chamber Executive Director Bailey Smith.
1: Atlantic is Travel Iowa's number one Christmas destination to celebrate the season. And we believe that Grand Lighting is a big reason why. There are over 200,000 lights that are strung throughout the trees on Chestnut Street as well as City Park, and it helps create this magical scenery for everyone to enjoy.
0: Grand lighting kicks off at 5 p.m. with a free hot dog meal and free hot chocolate at the chamber tent. Cass County Coral Society will perform from 5 to 5.30 p.m. with Santa making his special arrival. At 5.30 to turn on the lights. We wouldn't
1: be number one without the Atlantic Street Department, who truly spends a good month and a half restringing lights, hanging garland on all the light poles on Chestnut Street, as well as Christmas decor all along 7th Street and Poplar Street. Atlantic Municipal Utilities also works really hard to make sure that the lights turn on when they're supposed to turn on and that they stay on all season long. They are the best, and we're very fortunate to have them in our community.
0: Yeah, Santa will see children in his cabin from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Donations for Atlantic's Scrooge contest are being accepted until noon on November 22nd. Lori Bloom and Joyce Weezer are teaming up as candidates representing Brown Shoe Weezer admits it's been a fun process. I think it's
1: been really a lot of fun. You know, we've got to see a lot of people who maybe we wouldn't normally run into. Um, it's really kind of humbling to see the generosity of people in the community right. when they come in with, you know, cash or food items or checks. You know, it's just it's just really nice to see people open their hearts, you know, to others.
0: That the store has a reputation for success, as manager Brian Ruggie is a past winner. He got
1: some pretty big shoes to fill there. He did a really good job and raised some pretty big money. So we're trying real hard to at least compete well with him, if not beat him.
0: Lori Bloom runs down the ways to donate. We
1: have boxes sitting at Eastside Salon, Farmhouse and Flowers, here at Brown Shoe Fit, and Nail and Spa Salon. And we also are doing a raffle. So for $20, you get five tickets. And you can put them in for Oakley sunglasses, a free tax rental,
0: or... Hagenhoff says the other item you could win is free shoes. And Weezer and Bloom are sending their donations, of course, and food and money to the Atlantic Food Pantry. Other candidates include Dr. Matt Werish at Cass Health, also Jeff Goody from First Whitney Bank, who we'll hear from coming up in the next couple of days, and also Dave Fredrickson at hy Some areas of western and northern Iowa are receiving some snow today. However, Brooke Hagenhoff, meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Des Moines, says a secondary snow system will be coming in this evening and expand across the entire state by tomorrow. Bringing a
1: widespread couple inches of snow, maybe a band of heavier snow somewhere in there across western to central Iowa as we move into kind of the end of
0: the day tomorrow afternoon. Hagenhoff said roads could be tricky with the morning and afternoon commutes tomorrow so make sure to allow plenty of extra time to arrive at your destination. The latest weatherology forecast has put tonight's snow chance at 50 percent and has increased the projected snowfall from a dusting to possibly one to three inches. The Southwest Iowa Planning Council welcomes Mary Otten to their staff in the role of grants specialist. John McCurdy, SWIPCO Executive Director, said at SWIPCO, grant specialists ensure that complex rules established by state and federal funding agencies are followed to maximize the impact of investments in their communities. And the Atlantic Police Department released an update on the three-vehicle accident late last week at the intersection of 7th and Walnut. Case Arnold of Atlantic was driving eastbound on 7th Street, approaching Walnut with a red light. Chelsea Christensen of Atlantic was southbound on Walnut with a green light, and Richard Whetstone of Atlantic was northbound on Walnut, waiting on the light to change. Arnold ran the red light and struck Christensen's vehicle at the intersection, pushing it into Whetstone's vehicle. Arnold was transported to Cass Health by Cass EMS with non-life-threatening injuries, while Christensen went privately to Cass Health with non-life-threatening injuries. Arnold cited for failure to provide insurance, failure to obey a traffic device, and no valid driver's license. Up next is news from ABC.